about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Hello and welcome to this week's program. This program is called All In With The Lord. The purpose for the program is to try to stir us up and motivate us to do more with the Word of God. If you knew that all things were possible for you through Christ who strengthens you, how much would you take on? How much would you do? Unfortunately, I meet too many people that have no clue what the good news is all about. Oh, they might have accepted Jesus as Lord, and they may have, um, you know, really gotten it built into themselves where they know they're going to, to the, to, where they're spending eternity, but they're missing all of the peripherals, all of the things that Jesus did on this planet to show us what we could do. Now, what does that mean exactly? Jesus came on this earth. And he defeated our obstacles, our enemies, something we couldn't do for ourselves, something that you and I had no clue what was going against us because Satan had a plan to take over your life before you were even born. But Jesus and the God Almighty, the Creator and Jesus and the Holy Spirit had a plan also. And that plan was to set you free from the obstacles that are in front of you right now. And I believe that a lot of Christians who I believe are genuine Christians, they've accepted the Lord, they love the Lord, and they're getting ready to celebrate the birth of Jesus, <clears throat> yet they have no clue what that means, what it really means, and what kind of life you really should be living. Not the one that's broke, busted, sick, disgusted, not sure, well, we never know what God's going to do, but the one that says, I am more than a conqueror in Christ who strengthens me. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. Of course it's not my own strength, for it is God who is all the while creating within me the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So we ought to be convinced that he will continue that work and bringing it to full completion in our lives. Are you? Are you convinced that God wants the best for you today? Are you convinced that today is the day the Lord has made? And we have every reason to rejoice and be glad in it? Are you one of these people? If not, why not? And what kind of life are you living? Now, the Garden of Eden is an interesting thing. Because in the middle of the garden where God placed Adam and Eve, there was the tree of life. The tree of life, that the, the wisdom in that tree and the fruit that it produced caused all things to work together for good for Adam. And all Adam and Eve had to do 
was not eat from one tree that was also in the garden. Now, God could not stop that other tree from being there. Why was that? Or why did that tree, why was it allowed to be there? The one of knowledge of good and evil that the serpent talked to Eve about. So we have to think about what happened. Adam had everything he ever wanted. The most, probably the most beautiful woman ever handcrafted by God himself. And then comes along this serpent. The serpent was a creature in the garden. And the serpent was used by Satan to get to Eve to convince her to convince Adam. It's worth giving this a shot. See, God's perfect will for man, for Adam, for you, for all of us, was that everything would just automatically come together and you would be able to have anything you want without work or toil. That was the perfect plan. He made us that way. But the tree of knowledge of good and evil revealed to Adam that there's another way. And it's that I get to do all the work I have to struggle and there's have diseases and problems and or you could have a God's way and never have to do that. But Adam didn't know what he was really doing. But he made the choice to eat from the one tree. God said, Man, if you eat from this tree, it's gonna corrupt your operating system completely. So if you and I own the best computer today, I mean, you just go all out and you go buy a, uh, if you're a gamer and you go out and buy like the biggest, best gaming computer. And if you paid five, even six, seven thousand dollars or more for the absolute best. Now, most people buy them for a thousand to two thousand, but they're out there. If you have the money for six, seven thousand or more, and you can get the best software. I mean, there is software out there that'll make these things hum. But you gotta buy it. You gotta put in the right software package to take advantage of all of the ability of the hard drive, the RAM, the built-in video card, and everything that has all the things you need to run it. But what if, just what if, you bought that $7,000 computer and you had an old copy of Windows 2 and you said, man, I'm going to load that on here because why should I buy this other new software? It costs so much money. I got this Windows 2 even though now, as I'm making this, it's up to Windows 11, and you may hear this when it's Windows 25, I don't know. But the point is that that machine, was de- that new $7,000 computer is designed to run on the newest software because it causes all of the things in that computer to operate completely the way they're supposed to. Windows 2, or or if you're um, a Mac person, Mac 2 or Mac whatever, 
was had no clue what these uh, things, components would be in these kind of computers. Therefore, <clears throat> it just messes up the computer. What I'm trying to get at is that now you have a $7,000 computer that's running retarded. I'm sorry, it just does not know who it is. It's all mixed up. And, and when you click on it, <clears throat> the lightning fast processor that's waiting to process <clears throat> can't process right because the software is just not able to communicate. Well, I don't know if that made any sense to you if you're a computer person, but if there's one computer person out there that it made sense to, then you're going to understand that when Adam ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, it corrupted the software in this earth suit. We are a spirit. We have a mind, we have a soul, and we live in a body. And we, this body is our earth suit. You cannot occupy space on earth and live here without an earth suit. So it is the only way that you and I can operate on this planet. You need an earth suit. Now, if you go to Mars or to the moon with a spaceship, <clears throat> then you're going to need a space suit. You're going to need a suit that provides oxygen, helps you to live in the environment that your body, your earth suit, needs to live in in order to stay what we call alive. So what is alive? What's alive is your earth suit. It's a living organism. It's, it's a living temple that God calls it a temple that you live in. And you have a choice on what that temple looks like, how it operates, how it functions, what it does, and how what it accomplishes. <clears throat> or you can just let it go, not take care of it. You could not exercise and not eat food that's proper and, and not feed it. You could starve to death. You could, there's many, many things you could do. But when you go to a different planet, you need a space suit to keep your Earth suit alive. Here we are on the planet. And on this planet, God created, there is oxygen. There are different elements that, that we need <clears throat> for this Earth suit to operate without wearing a mask, without wearing a helmet, without wearing a suit over top of it. So, we live in an environment that was created for this earth suit. Now, Adam took that one tree where there was all this knowledge, where instead of allowing God the Creator's will to be done in his life, in other words, what was God's will? He made, he made us. He made Adam. He says, Adam, I want you to have dominion. I want you to take control of this planet and run it. <clears throat> run it. You are now, in, in effect, the God of this planet, runner, running it according to my will, which is for you to have whatever you need and to prosper easily without toil. Which meant, using the quantum physics that God has put into this world, all Adam had to do was imagine, go into his workshop, his imagination, and imagine something. Could you 
Now think about this. We have 3D printers today. And you can go and you can put a picture into a software program and hook it to a 3D printer and it will duplicate that and you can pick up the finished item. The Earth is a 3D printer. It's the best ever. Crea it creates what you imagine. Now, here's the problem. Most people aren't imagining good things. Why? Because when Adam fell away from God, God had to cut him off from the tree of life where all the good imagination was. He had to cut him off. Why? Why did he have to cut him off? Because when he ate the fruit from Satan's tree, from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, now his whole program was corrupt. Everything was corrupt, and he was going to live not to the full potential that God created, but in the bondage and the slavery of all that came with the knowledge of good and evil. And out of mercy and love, God took away the tree of life. You say, mercy and love? That's right. Because you and I <clears throat> would never have had the choice or the chance to know what it was like to live the way Adam did prior to him eating from this other tree. We would have been stuck in eternity. If the tree of life stayed and Adam could eat from both, then he would have lived forever and you'd be alive forever with all of the problems the earth has. Only worse. Because it would go on forever and that would be a living hell on earth. Now, God takes away the tree of life. So Adam now has to die at some point so that he can be born again and have eternal life the way it's supposed to be. So then, through all of the sin and all of the generations of people and the Old Testament into the New Testament, where God immediately had a plan, his plan was to send a Redeemer to pay the penalty, to pay the price for our sins, but also, most importantly, to get you the official renewed body with the right software so that you could live in what's called heaven for eternity. Because now you won't have a corrupt system. All you have to do to know the system's corrupt is pick somebody that doesn't know the Lord especially. That would be so much fun. And just talk to them for 20 minutes about anything. Let them talk for 20 minutes. And the corruption, the verbiage that comes out of most people's mouths is so vile, so stupid, so corrupt that you realize, how did it get this way? And it got this way because Lucifer's tree of knowledge of good and evil was put in through Adam, through generation after generation, till finally we're here. And God's plan is for you to get the upgrade. The upgraded software. How do you get it? Oh boy, I hope you're a computer person, because by this time, you know, even the kids, man, know more about computers. I mean, they, they, they really got it figured out.
But Jesus came as a sacrifice for us so that you and I, he could pay the price for our rebellion. So God's not mad at you. You're, once you accept Jesus and what he did, then he's no longer mad at you. And that moment, if you would come to the point where you say yes to Jesus, this is the best part from a computer perspective, you get a downloaded zip drive. Do you know what a zip drive is? A zip drive is a drive that contains tremendous amounts of data, but it's put inside of an envelope, so it's small. It's a small, small, small container, but when you open it, it has all of everything. And when you accept Jesus, listen to this, you get a, a, a download from God, a zip file that you have to unzip, but contained in it is everything that Jesus ever knew that God has put together for you to upgrade your system. And the Bible says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, how are you going to renew this mind? How are you going to renew your software? It's like telling that $7,000 computer, don't run on that. Renew yourself with the latest version. Go online and get it. How's he going to do that? Somebody has to click, right? So in your case, in my case, we have within us, the Holy Spirit is in us with that zip drive, opening it up and revealing to those who ask, you got to ask, you got to go to the Word, you've got to read. God went to a lot of trouble to put together what we call the Bible. You think that was easy? But God Almighty got it done. It is indeed the manufacturer's handbook. You are made by God. I don't care how many people want to change genders or change the rules. You're still who you are made by God. They're very corrupt in their thinking and they can't help it. So we have to love them. But don't be one. Just transform. Now, how do you do that? Glad you asked. You take the word of God out of the Bible and read it. As you read it, you ask the Lord to show you. And the job of the Holy Spirit is to unzip that part of the file that's in you. The Bible tells us that the same anointing that rose Jesus from the dead, the same power is in you. It's in me. It's in all of us. How much are you using? Well, I can tell you that. Most people aren't using very much at all. So, what will you do with your zip drive? Keep it zipped. Well, that's a great idea. I got the part unzipped that says, I'm guaranteed I'm going to heaven when I die. Awesome. You got it zipped, unzipped that much. But now, there's so much more. You've been redeemed. At the same time that you were redeemed from sin, you were redeemed from sickness, 
and disease, you were redeemed from being poor, from poverty. So from poverty, sickness, death, death, you have eternal life. So you've been granted death, eternal life, instead of death. You've been granted, not poverty, you got out of it. But you don't understand, Art. I can hardly pay the bills. You don't, you didn't unzip the file enough. Get into the word, man. My, Philippians 4.19, my God, my creator supplies all my needs today according to his riches and glory. But you keep trying to keep it to your riches. You want to keep thinking about what you got instead of thinking about what God has for you. And get we have to get our minds renewed with the fact that all things, all, all things are truly available to those who trust the Lord and lean not on their own understanding. That understanding that you have logically figured out everything holds us back, holds you back from moving forward. That's why one of my favorite lines has become, I don't even know how a flashlight works. And everybody chuckles and laughs. But you know what? When light comes out of that flashlight and begins to go at 186,000 miles per second and reflects in ways I don't understand, I really don't understand it. But there's so much we don't know. And that's the part we're talking about. Do you need to know it in order for it to come to pass? Or can you bring yourself to a point of trusting the Lord to bring something to pass and not know how it works? Don't need to know. Sorry, don't need to know. I don't need to know. I thank you, Lord, that I'm praying for this item or this person, and I thank you that it the, the outcome... I am praying for this outcome in that situation, and in Jesus' name, I release you to do whatever's necessary in my life to bring that to pass, and not know how. I don't want to know how. I want to know that God Almighty is doing the work, and that is the gospel. Jesus came that we could have life and have it more abundantly, so... If you're sick, you don't have to be sick anymore. That's the gospel. If you're poor, you don't have to be poor anymore. That's the gospel. If you were stuck going to hell because you're going to die, you don't have to go. You can be eternal and live it out in a place called heaven. And I see people walking around so damn depressed. You don't know what I've been through. Oh my gosh. I have this problem. I have cut me a break. You aren't any different than anybody else. And guess what? You can have that zip file downloaded today. You can receive the data, the revelation on how your life can turn completely around, and I don't care who you are, where you are, or what you think. I don't want to know what you think. 
because your thoughts, your words, your verbiage got you right where you are today. And if it's not the Garden of Eden you're living in, then wake up. You have a choice. The Bible tells us God put before you life and death. Therefore, choose life. How complicated is that? Do you, like, I mean, if you're sitting on a stove and somebody turns on the boiler or the, or the, the, the coil, whatever you're sitting, do you get up or sit there and go, boy, I'm being burned. You don't know how burned I am. Well, get the heck up and move. It's like, come on, wake up, church. Let's find out who you are. Now is the day. This is the day. The Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. But you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I've been through. Get over it. God's forgiven you. When you accept Jesus, listen to me, your spirit, when you say, I believe Jesus came in the flesh on this planet and died on the cross for my sins, descended into hell, rose from the dead, paid the price for me, when you accept that, then you are you have a, a, a completely different opportunity and a whole different outcome is right before you. All you have to do is want it. Pick it up and take it. And when you accept that, your spirit is fixed as far as God's concerned. From God's perspective, you have been forgiven. God is has holding nothing against you. You have been made the righteousness of Christ. You will never be more righteous in your spirit. Your spirit, man, will never be more righteous ever, ever, ever. You are, in God's eyes, as totally righteous as Jesus is. Now, that doesn't mean your soul and body and mind have been transformed to that. But from God's perspective, he could pull your spirit out today and take you into heaven legally because you accepted Jesus as your Lord for what he did. And from his perspective, your spirit is as righteous as Jesus. It is as good as it's going to get, but your soul and your mind, and your body need to now transform. And the whole purpose of being all in with the Lord is to know that it can transform, and it wants to transform if you give it a fighting chance. How do you do that? You pick up the Bible, you pick up the Word of God, you take it, and you use it to learn and get that file unzipped some more. When you get to what we call heaven, we're going to see how much of your file got unzipped. Some people's, a lot. Some people's, not so much. And as you unzip it, you will realize that you were made in the image and likeness of God himself. And that you have the same anointing, the same power in you that Jesus had when he walked on the earth. And he said, greater things can you do in my name. So go do them. How do I do that, Art? Glad you asked. 
After we take this break, we're going to come back and talk more about how to unzip the file and learn how we were made in the very image and likeness of the Creator who created everything you know. Would you like to know how to use that power? Stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Broadcasting live from historic West Norriton Township. This is AM 1180. AM 1180. WFYL. King of Prussia. Philadelphia. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. And we're back, and we're talking about how we were created to take dominion over this planet, not to be led around captive, broke, busted, sick, and disgusted. Don't be that person. Oh, Art, you make it sound so easy. It really is. But we, humans, have made it hard. Oh, but you don't know where I live. You don't know how tough it is in the areas that I live in. Here's what I do know. If I dwell in the secret place of the Most High, according to Psalm 91, I live under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge. He's my fortress. In Him I trust. Surely He shall deliver me from the snare, the trap of the devil. Right? Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowl. From his perilous pestilence, he shall cover me with his feathers. He shall cover me. He'll watch over me. God will watch me. You know, Psalm 91, a thousand might fall at my side, 10,000 at my right, but it shall not come near me. Only with my eyes shall I look and see the reward of the wicked. For I have made the Lord God, even the Most High, my habitation. No evil will befall me, neither shall any plague come near my dwelling. For God has given, char- given, me, given the angels charge over me, that they should bear me up in their hands, lest I even dash my foot against a stone. I shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion, and the serpent I will trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, saith the Lord, I will deliver him. He will call upon me, and I will answer him, because he has known my name. And with long life I will satisfy him, and show him my salvation. Now, what did I just do? I gave you Psalm 9, parts of Psalm 91. I didn't do the whole thing. But it is a psalm that is, it's a patch for the software. Like today you hear if you had a a software problem or something wasn't right in the drivers, they'll send you a patch and you now upload it and it fixes that part of the software. 
the scriptures, the promises are patches. They are patches if you will learn them and read them out loud and use them, they will drop from your head to your heart. And as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So how do you get to change your heart? And I'm not talking about the blood pump. I'm talking about the core center of your being, the solar plexus, whatever they call it, that center. There is an electronic center of your heart, which is the real core of your soul, of who you are. And you can take that. And we take these patches and we learn them and we speak them out loud. So the Lord led me years ago to put together a book. And this book is available. You can have one simply by requesting one. And uh, you go to the website that's listed here, armiesforjesus.com. You will see an opportunity there to send the information necessary to get one free. Okay? So you just do that. In that book are number of scriptures that if you will take the time to read them out loud every day for 90 days. And on the back of this book is a calendar. Now this book works the Hebrew way. It works backwards. So you flip it backwards. You open it from the back page and read it that way. Why? There's a reason for it, but I don't want to go into that right now. But the reason for what I'm saying is you take and you go through and read the scriptures. They're power scriptures. They are, and, and, and they're listed where you can find them in the Bible, and you read them out loud. Read it out loud. Now, the best way to do this is to read it out loud while looking into your own eyes in a mirror. But if you don't have the time to do that because you work on the way to work or do whatever, it's built that if you put it on the seat next to you in a car, the print's big. And you can flip it over, read one of them, and then read it a couple times out loud while you're driving, then flip the next page. And the way it's designed, it actually falls onto the seat because the, the more you turn the pages, the more pages are leaning on the seat than are off the seat. So anyway, bottom line is by reading these scriptures out loud. She say, I don't know if I can do that. What? You can't read scriptures? You can't read something that's written for you? If you will simply read this book, it is a book that will transform you. It takes about 15 or 20 minutes to read every scripture in that book. And if you will read them out loud every day and check off every day you do it for 90 days straight, it will drop from your head to your heart and you will see you feel different. You're acting different. It's transforming you because you're unzipping a file. You are literally transforming yourself with the Word of God. Don't be conformed, but be transformed. Now, if you don't want to get the book I'm talking about, which is free, then what I want you to do is just go get three, four, five promises of God and write them down and read them out loud every day. But if you do it every day for 90 days... If you miss a day in between, start the count over. I'm telling you, you want to learn how to do it. You want to walk around life saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Or do you want to walk around through life knowing that you're a child of God? I'm a child of God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm ready for anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. Of course it's not my own strength. 
For it is God who is all the while creating within me the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure. And I am convinced that he who began the good work in me will continue to do that work until he comes back. So what are you going to do? Are you going to walk around broke, busted, sick, disgusted, complaining and in the blame stage your whole life? I don't care if, 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 if you're depressed about who's in office or if you're depressed about the last election or if you're depressed or you're upset about your health or I, I don't care. God has a solution. That is the good news. The gospel of Jesus Christ is that he, God, God, the creator, has a solution for every problem you have. Will you unzip the file and get the answer? Or will you return to heaven in eternity and say, well, I brought my file back safe. I just never opened it. God's going to say something to you. He's going to show you what you could have done because there are those who are doing it. And you'll be paired next to them, and you'll go, man, I wish I'd have known. I wish I'd have known it was that easy. The hard work was done, guys. The hard lifting was done by Jesus. There is no hard work for you. Jesus defeated Satan. He defeated your enemy. He made a place for you at the banquet table. And he wants you to eat at the banquet in the presence of your enemies. Your enemies aren't going to be in heaven. They're here now. He wants you to prosper here now. Health, wealth, eternal life. The gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, for those of you who want to shorten the gospel, then it's just eternity. Yep, I'm guaranteed eternity, but, oh man, I, you never know what God's going to do. And I got, I'm a sinner. I am just a freaking sinner. And I just am not worthy. And I know God doesn't want to bless me. Where are you getting that from? Because that's not the word that I'm reading. That is not the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is not the Bible. Wherever you're getting it from, Mr. Theological person, wake, wake up. The gospel is to make it simple for you to be transformed. Now, the work is doing the scriptures and allowing yourself to plug into the word, read the word, allowing the Holy Spirit to reveal to you through revelation knowledge, the unzipped information in the file that's downloaded in you. But every part of your software correction is inside of you if you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord. If you haven't, it's really simple. All you have to do is accept him as Lord. Accept Jesus the Christ as your Lord and Savior. I believe you came to earth, lived and died in as a flesh man, and you died on the cross, and you took all of my sins and you paid for them. And you erased the curse that was attached to the breaking of the law from the Old Testament, the curse from Deuteronomy, went to the cross with Jesus. The curse was removed. Jesus, the blessing, came out of the grave to only bring the blessing. <clears throat> so, get rid of the curse. No longer applies. If you're living thinking that you belong under that curse, you're lying to yourself. Satan has convinced you that Jesus didn't do that for you. And see, he did it all. There is nothing more going to be done. Jesus came here, and he went to that cross. Then he descended into hell, defeated Lucifer, 
completely wiped them out. Then he rose from the dead and he came back and gave you and I the keys to the kingdom to live a life of total dominion as he did with Adam in the beginning. And all you have to do is stop nibbling and eating from the same old tree of knowledge of good and evil. And that's the world system. That's the news. That's the TV. That's the media. That's the, all those who say there is no God. You got to listen to me. And I'm going to tell you what the weather is going to be. I'm going to tell you what the what the what they're doing in the White House. I'm going to tell you what they're doing in the outhouse. I'm going to tell you everything. And you listen to me. You listen to me on Facebook. You listen to me on Twitter. You listen, guys. The Word of God. He's delivered you from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Plug in to the tree of life. So inside of you, this is the irony of it. The tree of life that was given to Adam in the garden is inside of you, in that file. All you have to do is unzip it and tune out the world system. Oh, it's easy to say that, but it's not. It's a decision. It's a decision to understand that in order to fix your software, in order to fix it, you need a patch. Every scripture fixes part of that software. Every promise of God fixes part of your software. That's how it works. Jesus got the patch into the earth. He did it through a demonstration of how we're to live. And he sent a sample son, Jesus. And then Jesus said to us, go in my name and do these things and greater things will you do because of the Holy Spirit coming. Greater things. What's greater than raising somebody from the dead? What's greater than healing all of the sick? What's greater than having the ability to be so prosperous that you have enough to buy other people, pay off other people's mortgages, buy food and oil to heat their homes? What is more, what is better than that? Say, well, I don't have time. Really? Okay. Well, if I don't have time, or if you don't make time, then nobody's going to be able to do it for you. But it is a free choice. And that is the one thing that our Creator did give us. Free choice. And He said, choose life. I give you the opportunity to choose life. Words that you speak every day are going into this earth and doing something. Now, a lot of people are condemning the earth. A lot of people are speaking words that are not very helpful. But we are to love one another as Christ loved the church. He commanded us to love each other. We need to pray for each other, forgive each other, and use God's Word to transform your life so that you and your family can walk back into the Garden of Eden right here in this earth at this time. So we need all of us. So all of us in this hour, before Jesus returns, he's calling us to wake up, to wake up and to transform, put the patches in, change that software package, get it rejuvenated. Our bodies want to rejuvenate if you let them, but we start telling each other at certain ages, well, you're getting old, won't be long now. Is that what you're saying? So the Bible tells us that we can live long and healthy. And even living long, whether it's 80, 90, 110, 120, 
doesn't mean sick. <coughs> you don't need to live a sick life, a day of your life. Our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit. We're to speak to them and command them to function in the full perfection to which God Almighty created in the function. And we have the right as believers to forbid any malfunction. So we forbid any malfunction in Jesus' name. I speak to eyes, everybody's eyes, listening. Be rejuvenated, restored. Ears, hear, open right now in Jesus' name. I speak to teeth and gums and cavities. Be made whole. Arteries, clear, clean. Hearts being strengthened. Father, in Jesus' name, I speak to people's bodies. And I demand as a child of God that their bodies be renewed and restored like the youth and given the youth of the eagle because your word says so. Do you believe that? Grab on to that. If you believe that, take it, say it, receive it. And that's the bottom line. We've got to receive it. Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Have you forgotten his benefits? Have you forgotten the benefit package that comes with accepting Jesus? That's what's happened to too many. They get to the, the church and somebody says, go down and accept the Lord. And it feels like the right thing. And you go and you accept Jesus. You get baptized. But you forget the benefits. What are the benefits of having done that? Yes, eternal life. But you're still here on earth. <clears throat> you can live a happy, prosperous, healthy life on this planet if you will take the time to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and God will give you the desires of your heart. When asked how to pray, Jesus said, pray our Father, my Father, who art in heaven, holy, hallow be thy name. Your kingdom come, along with the software that causes it to work, but your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it already is in heaven. That's the will. That's what Jesus said to pray, that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, what is it in heaven? Health, wealth, eternally living, happy, no sickness, no disease. Well, are you getting any of that here on the earth? Then you're not praying it right. I mean, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed. Come on, take the words and release them like a king's kid would. You're a child of God. You're a king's kid. I receive what God has given me. I take it because God the Father has granted me permission to do that. And Satan, well, the evil one, would like you to, like to keep feeding your mind well, that won't work for you. It, yeah, you know better than that. You're, you know, you're just you. You're an unworthy blah, 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 blah. And if you keep buying that, you have not taken the manufacturer's handbook and applied it to your life. It is that freaking simple. The only one that's going to get the blame at the end of all this is you. So what are you going to do? You're going to keep wallowing around, spinning around in circles? Get off the merry-go-round. Take God's word and use it like a sword. You know, we're told to put on the full armor of God in Ephesians 6, right? Put on the full armor. 
Put on the breastplate of righteousness. That means you have been made completely righteous in front of God. Gird your loins with the gospel of truth. Take the word. It's the truth. Put on the boots, which are the preparation of the gospel of peace, so that wherever you go, you leave it in peace. You put on the helmet of salvation, so that you know that you know that you know. Your brain can never be crushed because you know you're saved. You know the Lord delivered you. You know the Lord redeemed you. You know that you know that you know. You take the shield of faith and you quench every fiery dart. What does that mean? Here comes the thoughts. Oh, it's going to be a lousy day. Oh, you're going to get COVID. Oh, you're going to get this. Oh, it's flu season. Get ready. You're going to get... Take the shield of faith and quench it. Put it out. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper. Psalm 91. I said it earlier, take the shield, quench it, and then, after you've done defending, because you got on the full armor, take the sword, take God's word, and go put it in, say, Satan, hold this for a minute. This sword, which is the word of God, no weapon formed against me will prosper. No evil will befall me, neither shall any plague come near my dwelling, for God has given his angels charge over me. Hold this. Satan, I've been translated out of your authority. You have no authority over me. None. 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 Zero. Because I'm under the blood that was shed at Calvary. That blood that was shed at Calvary is more than enough for every human ever born. All you have to do is unzip the file. Have you taken the time to put the patch on the software so that you can live a life of prosperity, health, wealth, and eternal life. <clears throat> our God supplies all our needs according to His riches and glory. And here in Deuteronomy 30.19, it says, this is God talking, I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. You and your children, you're making a choice for them too. Whatever choice you make, they also will benefit from. Oh my gosh. What have we done? What haven't we done? There's time left. Jesus is coming back, friends. And some of you listening will be alive to see that. But even if you're not, what are you leaving your descendants to think about? Jesus is returning. And when he returns, will he find you unzipping the file, hungry for the word of God, wanting to learn more and more how it works, or will he find you on the couch playing a video game, bored out of your gourd? You know, people like to think about, what's it like in heaven? Are we floating on clouds? Are we doing... The, the floating on clouds and, and, and being uh, bored, like, oh, everything's taken care of for me, there's nothing. That is not what it's going to be. It, just like on earth, boredom is boredom. God created you... To un it'll take eternity and you still won't know everything. <clears throat> That's the fun of it. 
you will have learned. That was the original intent. God was going to use eternity to show Adam the good and the evil and how it could work without him having to experience it. Wouldn't it be nice for us to know how to live a perfect in a perfect world where everything works without having to go through it, but appreciate that we can live that way? Unfortunately, we had to go through what's called the planet Earth experiment, job, whatever it is, the mission. But the other side of this is you will be a testimony for all of eternity to many, many, many living souls throughout the universe so that they don't have to go through what we had to go through here on earth. So whoever you are, whatever you're doing, I'm suggesting you pick up the manufacturer's handbook today. Pick up the Bible today. Go to armiesforjesus.com. Get the free book with scriptures. Start repeating the scriptures out loud every day. Don't miss a day. The Lord will transform you. You don't even do the work. The patch does the work. So the scriptures are the patch to fix the software. It does what's known as self-deliverance. You are delivering yourself from the evil of this present world by using the promises of God, the Word of God, and doing it as He suggested. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. So someone has to say it. The Word is written in this book. All you have to do is pick up the book and read it out loud so your ears can hear it. And do it every day. Do it every day. Don't miss a day. It's too important. And you're not. there's not a lot of time left, guys. This is the time to be doing it. We're in divine acceleration. If you haven't noticed, things are going faster than they ever have before. We are in divine acceleration. And those who pick up the word and do it right today will get miracles happening faster and faster and faster. Some had to wait years for it, but today it's almost instant. The worker gets paid the wage instantly. So don't wait. Put it together now. <coughs> Use your life. Turn the corner. Transform your life. Pick up the word. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I hope you have a great week. This program is called All In With The Lord, and I'm excited to be a part of it with you. Talk to you next week. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me, it's about time.